Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and I'm one half of the Double Doubles uh, from Hamilton, Ontario. Joining me this week, we've got Ryan in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome, Ryan. Uh, two Ryans back talking together. Uh, we're talking about Disney updates, and uh, obviously, you know, Disney has their um, media machine that gets the the headlines out there. We usually want to talk about things that maybe have slipped under the radar, or um, we just think we should draw some attention to. Uh, and today, we're going to start by talking about the fact that live entertainment at Disney has returned in some areas uh and i think that's positive uh when when disney shut down for the pandemic um obviously all cast members were were furloughed or let go or some combination of that um they when they brought cast members back to to open the parks entertainment was really low on the priority and and in some respects i i understand um, you know, you can't have a live show where you're packing people shoulder to shoulder. I mean, Disney probably could have gotten away with socially distant, uh, seating if they wanted to have those entertainers back, but you know, money drive, money makes the world go round. And, um, <laughs> and so entertainers are, are expensive. All that to say, we're seeing entertainment cast members come back uh, over the course of the fall and uh, and live entertainment is is back. And I think that's something exciting. Uh, it hopefully shows that, you know, more more is on the way because um, I don't think we're back to full full capacity of performers um, that once were. But but we're getting there. And so some of the notable ones. Um, obviously the piano player, uh, who plays ragtime music at Casey's corner, um, in the magic kingdom, uh, was something that people were looking forward to. I guess, you know, there is a little bit of a space around that person. So it, uh, somewhat possible to, to stay distant from, uh, from the performer, but you know, nice to have that music back around Casey's corner. Uh, just taking a quick look, um, some of the other ones that are listed, the the Canadian um, musicians who are at the Canadian Pavilion in Epcot, the Alberta the Bound, uh, you know, hooray, <laughs> the Canadian musicians are back. Um, uh, the, on the list, Sergio in Italy uh, and the, the Taiko drummers. Um, uh, Matsuriza in, in Japan, in the Japanese pavilion. Um, I think, you know, it's nice to see some of those performers come back. Uh, some of the wandering performers in, uh, animal kingdom are, are strolling around and, uh, and yeah. So I, I, I don't know, is I'm excited to see entertainers come back. I don't, I don't pretend to know the logistics of, are these, are they equity? Are they not? Are, you know, are they just cast members? What, how does that work? Um, but live entertainment should mean that things are, are looking good. Well, it's better than not. I mean, I think it's interesting to think of, you know, my experiences at the parks, the piano player at Casey Corner does not move a needle for me. I'm sure that I, I know it's beautiful. It's wonderful. I've heard it. I've seen it. 
I mean, if um, you're not a ragtime fan, it does nothing for you. <laughs> well, you know, give me my penny whistles and moon pies. And give me some <laughs> ragtime to, you know. No, I mean, I, even the Canadian musicians, I think that's hilarious. I mean, they're, you know. I don't it doesn't take are... much to get them across the border. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. I'm trying to think. It Yeah, I mean, again, I, this is wonderful. It Obviously, you're right. I agree. It, it obviously means a we're pointing in the right direction. Um, do I think any of this is, you know, going to add to people's experiences? Sure. But, you know, I think, you know, give me a, give me a nighttime parade. Give me, <laughs> I'm going to go all out. Give me a nighttime parade. Give, me, a, a give daytime, me an afternoon parade. Daytime parade, I think is, yeah. is the big one. Even, even just to see that come back, uh, because yeah. the cavalcades have, characters but they're like two floats and there's really maybe less than a dozen dancers with them and you know the festival of fantasy parade had what a hundred dancers in it oh yeah no give me the move it shake it mouse could dance it (laughs) oh let's not go too far i could probably do without that one all right all right (laughs) give me festival uh festival of fantasy and uh and throw in a nighttime parade and then I'll be all set. Oh yeah. No kidding. So, so yeah, I, I agree. You're right. We're going in the right direction. Um, this is nice. Um, hopefully it's an indication that more things are on their way. Yeah. Uh, I know the big one that, that social media was a Twitter with, uh, yeehaw Bob returning to, um, the river roost lounge of Port Orleans, uh, Riverside. I, I've seen we were we were at Riverside um and caught a glimpse of uh, of Yeehaw Bob. I've seen videos of him in the past. He's very entertaining. He's a is a wonderful wonderful performer. People just adore him and I guess it was like the indicator for some people that okay, life at Disney is back to normal cuz Yeehaw Bob <laughs> Yeehaw Bob came back. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think Social media is so funny when it comes to Disney because I would love to know how many people know who Yeehaw Bob was before, you know, there was a a uh, flutter of activity about him yeah. coming back. Um, but yeah, I mean, he is definitely, you know, I don't know, maybe he's a harbinger of, of things to come. Uh, maybe he's, you know, a domino to fall that that falls others. I mean, he's, you know, it's it's in a somewhat quaint space. Uh, and I mean, gosh, he's been doing it for years. And yeah. so I do know that there is, there is, uh, you know, you know, Disney always kind of, you know, calls it, you know, you're, they call you, you're back home when you go there. So I do think that there are a lot of people who are very sensitive to, to some of these resort specific right. entertainment options. And of course, Yeehaw Bob being at the resorts is important. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I'm happy that he's back. I mean, goodness me, I don't know what he's been doing for the past year and a half. So I I um, remember like, as as things shut down, he did like live stream a couple of times. He did, right? Yeah. Um, I think just on his own, um, separately. Uh I don't know if Disney told him to stop that. <laughs> it <laughs> depends sent, on what he was Disney, playing, but uh, Disney sent a uh, cease and desist uh, letter. <laughs> That's uh, they would not would not be the first time they've done that. So. Do, you, do you address it, uh, dear Mister Bob or dear Mister Yeehaw? <laughs> Mister Yeehaw, excuse me, Mister Yeehaw Bob. If that is your real name, if that is your oh, real name, that's so funny. Yeah, Yeehaw um, Bob Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I know there are like uh, so there are some performers obviously not on the list that we haven't heard yet about, 
Um, I think of the the musicians at the Grand Floridian. Um, yeah, you know, Yeehaw Bob is an entertainer. Those musicians, the there was a piano player who would play the grand piano. Um, there's a jazz ensemble that would play. Uh, it, there, there are still performers who are on the sidelines um, waiting to to see what will happen. Um, and some notable exceptions, obviously. Um, the Hoopty Doo review is is one that I don't know what the future is for for that. Um, is it going to come back? Is it going to come back as something completely different? Is it going to be different people? Is it going to be a show at all, or is it just going to be, um, you know, turned into just dinner, not not dinner theater? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say if Yeehaw Bob came back, that Hoopty Doo will come back, and it'll be just as it was before. I don't know if that's not, good or not bad bigger or better, just as it was before. No, Cause I, you know what? There's a part of me that, that thinks, and we talked about this a bit off air, the idea that there seems to be a, a bit of nostalgia with Disney in the good old days. Yeah. Pre pandemic, like, like <laughs> 2000, 2017 was the best. And, and so I do wonder if, if there's a bit of, well, we don't want to muck around because, you know, th- some things were working, and Hoopty Doo was a hot ticket to get. Yeah. Um. So I just presume it'll come back. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I would be. I mean, it was a way hotter ticket than the Aloha Luau, right? In the Polynesian, and I, I do wonder if if that never comes back. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. It doesn't have to come back. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot of cool ones. I mean, gosh, I mean, Chippendale barbecue or a campfire cookout at Fort Wilderness was just a wonderful experience. And my kids had a great time. Um, I hope some of this stuff, like most of this stuff comes back because these are the added features and, and extra parts of a Disney vacation that don't make up for the extra cost you're paying, but yeah. certainly can ease it a bit. You know how we know things are really good um, and everything's good to go is the fact that Indiana Jones is back. <laughs> that that well, live show. That was the first one that we had to have. Well, no, I guess, you know, Beauty and the Beast live on stage was uh, one of the first ones that they brought back. But but the fact that wonder, Indiana Jones is opening again. I wonder if they'll ever get rid of Indiana Jones. Because truthfully, there's got to be a better use of space. Than it's Indiana so Jones. huge. They must be able yeah. to put. They would. They would put a massive attraction in there. Right. But I wonder if they can't ever do that because they don't have another spot for those fans or guests. You know, like they can't <laughs> actually ever shut it down because, like, well, geez, we need to figure out a way that we can put two thousand people in every hour. Yeah. I. I mean, you might be right. Um, but there's never that many. It's never a full house. Um, oh no! And you're paying. You're paying those actors. Yeah. Right. You, no, I agree. I'm not saying. I am in no way advocating for Indiana Jones to continue. But <laughs> I do wonder if the reason why it's held on for as long as it has is because, I mean, what would you put there? Maybe that's the next topic of our show. Uh, what would you put there? But uh, yeah, no, I. I I'm, I don't even, I don't know. I'm not going to even say I'm glad it came back. It just, it did. That's, yeah. <laughs> it is a it thing. Just, it's just, that's something that happened. <laughs> I know, um, 
one of the big announcements that came back is um, personal encounters with characters. Uh, and Disney has been pretty strict about uh, making sure that you know that this is not, you can't go and hug characters, um, but you are going to go and have an interaction with them um, in in kind of the same way that you would when you were um meet the meet and greets of uh... can i just stop real quick because the the way you led into this about personal interactions and how disney will determine you know if you can hug or you can't hug it sounded a bit like you were like disney's at pimpin you know that disney's (laughs) like so these are our characters and here's what you can do with them and here's what you can't do so it's hugging that's off the table right that's it that's an extra 75 dollars slipping in here Sorry, that's a bit offside. I mean, it could be $75 in the lightning lane, the (laughs) individual attraction. Oh, snap. That's not. Wow. Do you want to? Yeah. Throwing it down. (laughs) So, I I mean, no no real surprise there. Obviously, character meet and greets are a huge um, attraction for, for getting guests off of uh out of the walkways and into a building into a queue somewhere um so so it's no surprise that they've come back i i you know i'm glad that they're taking the precautions of like okay obviously you can't go and hug uh the characters because everyone will want to hug the characters and um we can't sanitize characters in between experiences. <laughs> see, you can see, you can see how this is a slippery slope. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Mickey has done his uh, meet and greet and then he walks into the decontamination chamber and then he comes right back out so that he can meet and greet the next, uh, the next guest. Uh, yeah, probably not great for Mickey and, um, or any of the other characters. So yeah. Uh, entertainment, coming back character meet and greets modified but still but still coming back at least more more than what was there currently um so yeah trending in a direction um yeah no it's exciting things are i i would say that in the past week or two this is the most realistic i've felt about going on a vacation you know like seeing that a vacation can happen in the future yeah yeah, that you know, things... I'm not saying that I'm going or that it's happening tomorrow, <laughs> but that it's not one of those things where, I mean, gosh, I don't know about, you know, the listeners, but there's been so many times where you think about, oh, geez, I can't wait to go. And then, you know, four days you're in a CNN news spiral where you're like, geez, I can't even leave my house. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so this is, I feel as though we're, we're trending upwards and we're very fortunate that we, uh, have the technology and the science behind this and yeah so it seems exciting so it is fun to kind of talk about some of the the new things coming to the parks because it seems like we'll be able to get to enjoy them yeah uh let's talk about one that is uh different and i feel like <laughs> really didn't get talked about very much <laughs> and i want to it talk about it a brushed. lot it got brushed under the, car- it got, under the carpet it was something that was so. like hey we're gonna do this really cool thing and that's it that like it, it'll <laughs> stay tuned for more details and i know you know not a lot of the details have come out about it but um but it's something that i want to talk about and it's that uh disney has um partnered with amazon so this is like huge partnership uh because they have created a um 
a custom assistant that would go with Amazon's Alexa technology or the Amazon Echoes or, or whatever devices they are called Hey Disney. Um, so this is a separate assistant. It'll be the first, um, the first assistant or the first device that will have two custom assistants on it. Uh, so you can have Alexa and you can have Disney on your device at home. Um, apparently you have to pay for it at home. That was a surprise to me. Uh, but, but the big thing that I want to talk about is the fact that, uh, through this partnership, Disney is going to put a, uh, an Amazon echo show five, which I didn't know was a thing. Um, basically an, an Amazon echo in every, uh, Walt Disney world resort room. And there are some really, really cool things that you can do with it. Uh, so you can, um, you know, you wake it up to by saying, hey, Disney. And you can do things like, uh, hey, Disney, ask me, f or hey, Disney, tell me when the parks are going to open tomorrow. Or tell me when the parade is. Or tell me where's the best place to get uh, pie. Um you know, you can, you can ask it questions like you would, um, either a Google assistant or an Amazon assistant. Um, but it's all Disney related and it's a Disney, um, a Disney voice. It's tied to Disney system. Uh, the ones in the actual, uh, resort rooms will not have Alexa with it whatsoever. So you can't access that portion. It's just the, Hey Disney, but it's even really cool things like, um, saying, uh, Hey Disney, I need more, towels in the resort room and it will link to your resort mousekeeping and they will bring you fresh towels like that's that's incredible uh you know there are character <laughs> interactions um you know you'll be able to hear uh you know interactions with with your favorite characters um, I think the, the particular echo that they have has a screen on it. So I'm sure there are some custom animations there, but there are some really cool things that this can do. Except so, so harvesting your data. Okay. So I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on here <laughs> and, uh, and, and be like, we, we all know that this is a, a part of the game. Um, we know that, uh, you know, the, Google homes and the, and the Amazon echoes, like they, there's not a person on the other side listening to your conversations. That's just not, that's just not a thing, but the technology, uh, when it's listening for that keyword to, uh, to be able to respond to has to be on all the time in some capacity. And there, there is a strong possibility that, you know, some of the AI or some of the software in the back end is, you know, compiling some data about what's going on um i'm sure anonymously because whew, obviously you can't have anything tied necessarily personally to you but but who knows um i think it would just be a safe to assume that there's some data collection going on and i just don't know how i feel about that uh being in a in a resort room i want to know can i opt out of this that's a good question. And right? obviously, like, like, yeah, I'm what I'm paying, like if it's in every single room 
am I given the option to, obviously now, one assumption is it's plugged into the wall so you could just unplug it. That's right. one assumption. Doesn't mean that's the case. It could be hardwired. I have no idea. <laughs> right? I would it, hope it could not. be. I would hope not too, but if, Although if I it, guess if they don't want people to walk away with it. Right. Yeah, and I was I looked at the description and it looked like to me that it had on the display the video of like the park days. If you like you know the menus that you see on the TV on, the, on your TV, it looked like that. So it makes me wonder, well, Disney wouldn't want that, A, going missing. But B, they also wouldn't, you know, if it's programmed, it maybe is supposed to stay on the whole time. Yeah. So that's a, that's a bit concerning for me. Uh, I mean, I'm not necessarily a huge conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I have a Google Home Mini um, in the shape of Mickey Mouse, actually. And I'm sure that it has told me to buy, I don't know, whatever we're talking about at the time, but it's, I think it's, it's a really gray area. And I know Disney's dabbled a bit in some biometrics when it comes to like fingerprints at the parks, um, you know, linking your fingerprint to your tickets um, to avoid theft or whatever. Though They tried a, like a two week pilot of facial recognition (laughs) before they shut that down. Right. Uh, So, this just seems one in many, to be honest. It has been a little quiet, and so I do wonder if this is one of those things that Disney says or floats and looks for responses, and, and maybe it doesn't actually happen. Um, or happen the yeah, way that it, they say it's going to, yeah. Exactly, yeah, or it already did happen, and so, whoops, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I agree with you. I think there are some things that are a little off-putting about this. Um, I mean, obviously, data collection, when you're in the theme park, you know, my argument to Ryan initially was, well, just use everything on my Disney experience. You know, if you're going to ask for towels or you're going to say, where am I going to find steak or cupcakes or how do I get to Space Mountain? Your phone's going to tell you that or yeah. it should have the capabilities built in with the My Disney Experience app. The other thing I would also say is, and I don't care what anybody says, Disney's IT has been suspected best. <laughs> so if you're telling me that when I go into the room and I ask for towels on that app on the you know the amazon alexa that i'm not all of a sudden going to get three dozen cupcakes sent to the room (laughs) like i just i have a bit of skepticism when it comes to disney and their it and uh, you know so and again you know is it really a bad thing though if you want towels and you're given three dozen cupcakes no no, it's true (laughs) that's like the best that would be the best surprise ever um but what I was going to say, though, is Amazon didn't do this for nothing. No. Um, and Disney isn't doing this out of the kindness of their heart to make customer service more, uh, you know, customer focused. So, I mean, like everything, you know, take it with a, a, a pinch of salt and, you know, yeah, kind of be aware of it. It's a total, you know, it's constant trade-offs. The, the magic bands were a really yeah. great tool that you, so you don't have to pull out your phone. Um but with that comes a little bit of data collection in terms of, you know, they don't know, or they're not going to care about, you know, me, Ryan. Uh, oh, you know, we know that after he goes on Winnie the Pooh, uh, he's going to immediately walk over to the Friars Nook. Uh, he does that every single time. And so we're just going to target, <laughs> we're going to make the exit line, uh, you know, go straight over to Friars Nook for him. Um, it's not that specific, but... But general data collection shows, you know, at such and such a time, there are so many people on 
such and such an attraction. Um, it helps them. It, it's just data that they can use. And, um, and with this Amazon device, it's, it's kind of the same thing, you know, the trade-off of not having to pull your phone out and just saying, uh, Hey Disney, I want, uh, I want towels. Um, or Hey Disney, I want three dozen cupcakes. Uh, the trade-off is that there's probably some data collection going on. Um, and I really, I really hate being the tinfoil hat guy. Um, but you know, when you have a, when you have a Google home or, or an Amazon echo at home, you control that scenario. Like you can look into the privacy settings. You can look into, uh, the terms and conditions. I don't know. Are there going to be terms and conditions you have to sign off on uh, well, when you when I you bet have a on your reservation when you reservation. sign in? It's gonna probably have some really small fine print somewhere that says you you know your data gets collected you know and maybe it says that already. Maybe yeah. this is just a little addendum that already you know. You, I mean, goodness me, you already opt into it when you use the My Disney Experience. So yeah, um, or even Disney Plus. Like, there's a lot of you know data collection is huge and obviously you know we're not the first people to think about this but it is something to kind of think about when it comes to your vacation because this i would say is one of the first places i've heard of that is going to actively have this device in your hotel room yeah um and i yeah i you know what i don't have my google mini home like mini in my bedroom no so i you know i just uh yeah i i find it it seems a little intrusive um, I know that it's meant as a um, convenience. Yeah, I'm not sure that I see it that way yet. But, but again, I think this is just the way of the future. I think you know my Disney experience has changed travel. Um, you know, Universal has an app as well, and yeah. obviously that's really convenient. But it's all for data tracking purposes. This is too. So I mean, you know, we'll wait and see. Um, I'm excited to to see how it works and see how you can kind of interact with it. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's worth it to me to be able to ask for towels when I could just pick up three buttons. And I will also argue again, show me Disney IT working <laughs> succinctly at all times. And I, I'll say, this is a good plan. I think that's probably why they uh, partnered with Amazon and not uh, Siri with Apple. Right. <laughs> Siri would send you cupcakes or worse. They wow. would be like, uh, did you say jowls? Do you want jowls right. sent to your room? <laughs> Here's some pork jowls. Here's the pork jowls. <laughs> Yummy. Yeah. Wow, that's funny. Well, uh, so again, yeah. we'll see. On, on that um, up and down note, I I don't know how to feel about it. I'm obviously on the fence. Um, I'm I just want to be able to argue both sides here. Obviously, there are some really great pluses, um, but there are I'm sure there are some underlying drawbacks. Uh, that we probably won't get to hear about, but I think are worth talking about, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, for sure. And this is why we do this. So hopefully, uh, honestly, this is, would love to hear somebody's feedback yeah. on this. Um, maybe you've been in another hotel that, that has this functionality already. I uh, would love to hear your your perspective of it, because truthfully, it's it just seems a bit out there for us. But uh, maybe you've had an experience that it's it's beneficial. So I'd love to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, head, o head over to our Facebook and Instagram pages and leave a comment. Let us know what you think about it. Uh, obviously there's no date yet, uh, for when this is rolling out, but the 
the ball is rolling or the clock is ticking. I'm sure it'll, it's in the works somehow. Um, yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear what, uh, what you have to say. If you like the podcast, um, we ask that you subscribe to it. it really helps us out. Leave a rating wherever you get your podcast. That also helps us out and, uh, share us with your friends. Um, because you know, that's how we get, we love talking about Disney and we like to reach people who like to talk about Disney too. Um, and yeah, that's it. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. And on behalf of myself, Ryan and Ryan, we are the Double Doubles. You're listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening. And we look forward to you joining us again next time.